Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate yeah. to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. I have a question for the parents listening at home. Are you a dad or are you a mum? Chances are you're a mum as the rate of dads taking time off work to raise their kids is still very low in Australia. If perhaps you're listening to us after work, think back to when your children were smaller and who was the one that took the most time off to be with the children. Emma Walsh from Parents at Work is on a mission. She wants to see gender equality when it comes to parental leave and she's here to talk to us about it. Hi Emma, how are you? Hi Siobhan, I'm well, thanks for having me. What exactly does gender equality look like when we're talking about parental leave? Yeah, great question. And as you said, starting with what's the connection? Um, Look, I think for many, many years now, we've talked about gender equality for women, really. Um, That's largely been the discussion we've been having in Australia. And when I look at the discussion that's happening more globally, um, particularly overseas, when they talk gender equality, they're talking gender equality full stop. So it got me thinking, well, why aren't we talking about gender equality for men? And actually, that's quite a controversial even statement to be making, um, given the prevalence around obviously trying to fill the gap um, with women in leadership roles on boards, etc. Um, and we started to think about, well, actually, what's men's role in that? And, and why is it that we don't have a level playing field? And we know that, you know, we, we look at, as I said, boardroom representation. We look at some of the barriers that hold women back, but we're not looking at or examining enough around what holds men back. Now, that's that's an interesting, again, conversation to be having. And as most people would say, no one's holding them back. No one's holding them back. No one's holding them back. And so it sounds to, so if you think about it, um, you've got all these women at home caring for their children. Um, well, then what's holding the men back from actually caring for their children? And that's the question we started to ask. And when we did some research externally, um, obviously inside Australia, but outside um, glo- more globally, um, we noticed this trend. And this trend is that there is a very, very slow movement of fathers taking time off. It is There is a movement, that's good, but it's very, very slow compared to the rate of women returning to the workplace. So there's been this trend for the last 10, 15, 20 years that women in droves, year on year, return to the workforce. It's going up. They now are equally equally represented in the Australian workplace, but that is not the same with men equally representing caring for children at home. It's, it's quite extreme budged. when you think yes. that, when you make that comparison. Yes. I had heard a while back that um, there is parental leave available for men, not to the same extent as women tend mm-hmm. to take it, but there's parental leave available for men, but... Um, many of the men aren't even accepting the seven or 14 days or whatever it might mm-hmm, be, mm-hmm. that there's just this l- accumulation of untaken leave. Mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. true in Australia? Do you know? Yes, it is true. And we've got a bad habit of it um, with annual leave as well, in fact. Wow. Most Australians don't take their annual leave entitlement either. Really? Actually. Yes. <laughs> it's fascinating. Not um, me. <laughs> not me either, I have to say. Um, so... What's that about? In fact, the statistics say that actually only one in three men take what is known as dad and partner pay. So that's the secondary carers component 
that the statutory system provides in Australia, so the government paid scheme. Um, and we know that um, that's paid at minimum wage and that would be one of the key factors holding men back. In fact, if you read some of the policies on the Australian government website about dad and partner pay, it actually says um, they're encouraging employers to uh, not pay men during the, you know, for, to give men that time off so that they can go and be paid minimum wage to take the parental leave, which just seems actually quite absurd. So, of course, they're not doing that. And the majority of men uh, might take a couple of uh, weeks off, as you suggest, uh, but many of them are not taking it under their parental leave provisions. They're taking it as annual leave. I was thinking that because when I I was thinking that through and and anecdotally with my friends, Mm. when their husbands went back to work, it was like, yeah, I wonder if they just took, they were there for a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. but most of them went back pretty soon after. Mm. Um, would you like to see the? I mean, there's there are a few barriers to. Um, we can go into those barriers for men taking mm-hmm. parental leave, but why is it important to have that equality at home? Like, do you obviously? I think it's a great idea. I'd love to see more dads at home, mm-hmm. but when you have to explain the benefit to governments and businesses about why men should have the same rights to be at home with their children, what do you say to them? What kind of impact does it make? Yeah, sure. Good question. Um, well, now the overwhelming evidence suggests, and, it, and actually this evidence is about the welfare of children ev- evidence, the welfare of um, well-being for parents, and the economic evidence actually is um, continuing to be more and more compelling that says the more opportunity that both men and women have to balance work and family outcomes to share in the raising of their children more equally, maybe not exactly equally, but more equally, we have better economic outcomes for the family themselves. So we have a direct correlation between the more leave that men take um, to care for the children, the better maternal um, pay outcomes, actually. So women's rate of pay goes up. We can show that. We've got the evidence for that. Mm -hmm. So that's great for a family unit. Um, There's also the overwhelming evidence that, that suggests that Parents that um, children with parents that both work, both share in the caring, and have an opportunity to bond with both their parents actually have better um, well-being outcomes and actually better academic uh, outcomes. So there's a compelling, very much a compelling reason for family units to be doing it for parents and children. Um, from a business perspective as well, um, the ability to allow both men and women in your workplace whether they be same-sex couples um, or the the more traditional, let's say, nuclear family, um, the more opportunity you have to level the playing field very quickly in your organisation around who can, um, you know, be assessed for opportunities for promotion, um, there is, you know, a great debate around meritocracy and you know, I don't think anyone wants to be put into a job just because they're a woman or a man or um, that's defined on, you know, their gender. I think everyone wants to know that they deserve to be selected for a role. But the reality is if there aren't women or there isn't an equal representation of people in the talent pool, then how can you actually genuinely um, use meritocracy to get the person First, you know, the best, best person, person for the job, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So this is about um, leveling the playing field, allowing both parents to take time off, um, so that it's normalised, and that there are more women to choose from that pool 
um, that does allow, obviously, more women to move into leadership roles. And we know that's great for the economy. We know that there's huge amounts of evidence. In fact, there's been a dollar figure on it. I think it's about $25 million they're suggesting or more. Maybe it's billion. I've lost track. Um, <laughs> a lot. A lot um, <laughs> that it would improve the economy greatly if we had more women um, working at capacity in the workforce um, than we do currently. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Emma Walsh from Parents at Work about parental leave and making and and what that how that impacts gender equality and what Emma's been talking about is the difference it makes when men have the same amount of time at home with their um, children as mothers do or at least feel like they do. Now we have been, we were speaking before you came in Emma about how even in the office we were saying we know men who would love the same opportunity to stay at home as women. In the first thing that comes to mind was what you mentioned earlier which was pay. Mm-hmm. So in amongst most of my friends, myself and my partner, Daniel, we were one of the few ones that said, okay, actually it makes more sense for you to be at home. We had uh, very sporadic work arrangements. I was a contractor. He was a freelancer. But the fact was I earned more than him. And so he stayed at home and I, well, you know, I had maternity leave and then we shared it that way. But it was based on income, which... Mm-hmm. When I talked to my friends, that was the decision they made as well, that they, the women were generally earning less than their male mm-hmm. partners. Mm-hmm. And so financially, they were the ones that went, mm-hmm. okay, we can do without my wage for a while and I'll go on minimum wage, wage mm-hmm. if we get that. How on earth do you change that around when we've had to fight so hard just to get the minimum wage for maternity leave, yes. you know? Yeah, it's a great question and I'm so glad you raised it. You can see how the cycle perpetuates, can't you? Yeah, absolutely, because there is no more expensive time, I don't think, in a couple's life than when they welcome their first baby. Um, we had twins first and I remember thinking, <laughs> oh, I think... Um, Thinking back, it was about $400 a week, just in um, a month, I think, um, just on nappies and formula alone. And I remember being up at the wow. pharmacy once a week thinking I should have shares in a chemist. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, our expenses were, you know, quite quickly out of control. And I remember thinking, um, similar situation, although my husband did have a full-time role, I was already um, in business for myself at that point, thinking how were we going to financially make this work and the reality is both of us needed to work and we needed to be back at work quite quickly I had my children before parental leave um, came in into Australia um, so we had to make an economic decision too and I think every family does let's be real you know every family will look at the balance and say right who earns more right you take the leave I don't think there's any family that wouldn't have that discussion um, so that brings up an argument to say, well, actually, is our statutory, let alone employer-funded parental leave, and I'll come back to that in a minute, but is our statutory system um, adequate? Is the minimum wage of 18 weeks realistic when it comes to enticing someone to stay home? Well, you're not going to get a primary earner in a family taking the time off for minimum wage. Right? We've got mortgages to meet, we've got nappies to buy, etc. Yes, it's yes. just not going to happen, right? So the argument here says, well, it needs to be more adequately paid, and we know that. Um, and for your listeners, they may not realise, many people, in fact, don't realise, that actually Australia has the least generous paid parental leave scheme, paid by government, amongst all OECD nations. It's only the US 
that actually, because they don't have a parental federally funded scheme, that's worse than us, you mm. know. And um, people are quite surprised by that when I talk about that. Yeah, because people complained so much for having to spend taxpayers' money on parental leave. That's right. So not only is it not generous in terms of the amount of time compared to other nations, it's certainly not generous in terms of how well it's funded. Now, I would say there is a majority of employers in Australia who have recognised that and they've done a lot of heavy lifting to try and you know, close that gap. And we now have around 45% of Australian companies that do pay paid parental leave. They either top up in some way or have their own quite distinct, different parental leave policy to support that because they get it. You know, it needs to be better than what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is a problem. And in fact, I see the gap widening. So we've got these great companies doing wonderful things like Spotify, for example, that pays seven months paid parental leave at full pay. Wow. Around the world. That's um, Which is amazing. Amazing. Everyone's quickly going, what can I do at Spotify? Exactly. <laughs> and apparently they get about 20,000 job applications a month around the world to work there wow. because it is such a generous scheme. And they saw that lift after they introduced it. So employers are seeing that it is a competitive advantage to have this paid parental leave. Parents are thinking, you know, they want to work for these kind of family-friendly organisations because, frankly, who wants to job hop once you've had a baby? You know, it needs to be simple, doesn't it? It needs mm, to be easy mm, work. Yeah, definitely. Um, so this is definitely a competitive advantage. Um, but we have these huge, large, um, let's say, pulling power organisations that are offering huge amounts of paid parental leave. And then we've got the rest of the population, about 55%, left with minimum wage. And so I can't help but wonder what is happening for our families out there, the different, you know, the terrible decisions they're having to make about sharing the caring, the sacrifices they're having to make because of how poorly um, paid it is for so many I feel like, honestly, we needed half an hour, not, not <laughs> half the show. Obviously, there's more we can continue to speak about later, but we might have to wrap up for now. Emma, sure. thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. That's Emma Walsh from Parents at Work. They're an organisation that support families and businesses, find arrangements that basically work for everyone. And we'll put links to their website on ours. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.